Hello once again, this is Craig and welcome once again to the Christian Walk Podcast. Today's lesson, we're going to be talking about the mercy of God. We're going to be coming from the book of Lamentations, the third chapter, the 19th through the 23rd verse. That will be our main body of scripture, but I do have some supporting scriptures inside of there. So verse 19 says, remembering my affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul had them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. Now what the writer was thinking about was those negative experiences he went through. Symbolically, wormwood and gall represents negative experiences. Wormwood is actually a bitter herb and gall is actually a bitter drink. Wormwood and gall symbolically represent those bitter experiences in life that leaves a bad taste in our mouth, so to speak. Verse 20, he says, My soul had them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. You know, the writer states that those bitter experiences are stained in his memory. There are some things we go through that we will never forget. But the writer says in verse 21, he says, This I recall to mind, therefore have I hope. See, what he does is he thinks about God's mercy which counteract those negative experiences and gives him hope. See, if a person don't have hope in their life or they don't expect that things are going to get better, it will drown people in hopelessness. David said, I would have fainted except I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, verse 22 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. You know, God is not going to run out of compassion. He's not going to run out of mercy. God is a merciful God, and it is because of this fact we're not destroyed. It is not because we've been so good or because we've done everything right. When we all know there's been times where we have been flat out disobedient, but God is a merciful God. Now, what is mercy? Mercy is compassion and forgiveness shown towards someone who deserves judgment. Psalm 103, starting at verse 8, it says, The Lord is merciful, in other words, He's full of mercy, and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. See, God is slow to anger. God doesn't just get angry at us because of the first little thing we do. It says He's slow to anger. Verse 9 says, He will not always chide, neither will keep He keep His anger forever. God doesn't hold us for the things we have done that's not right forever. And then it says he would not always chide. That's talking about rebuke. That's talking about chastisement. Then verse 10 says, He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. As any good father, God disciplines his children, but he doesn't give us what we truly deserve. His discipline is a sign of his love. In fact, Hebrews 12 and 6 says, For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. Like I said before, like any good father, God would discipline his children, and his discipline is actually a sign of his love. Verse 11 of Psalm 103 says, For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. See, God has great mercy. And then verse 12 says, as the far as the east is from the west, 
so far had he removed our transgressions from us. Verse 13, like as a father pitied his children, so the Lord pitied them that fear him, for he knoweth our frame, he remembered that we are dust. See, God understands us. Back to Lamentations 3 and 22, it says, because his compassions fail not. David says in Psalm 23 and 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now going back to Lamentations 3 and 23, it says that his mercy, his compassion, they are new every morning. And then it says, great is thy faithfulness. See, God is faithful even when we're not faithful. Our behavior doesn't change who God is, but his behavior changes who we are. God is merciful. He's kind. He's always loving. He's good towards us. But yet he is a father that would discipline us in love. Amen. Look what it says. God gives us a fresh batch of mercy every day. We are to extend that same mercy to others. I'm going to read a story Jesus told in Matthew 18 and 23 through the 35th verse. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. And Jesus said, therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him and released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called in the man and that he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? See, there it is. Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father would do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. See that in this story, we see that the, the servant, he asked the king to forgive him and he forgave him, but he would not extend that same forgiveness. So he would not have mercy on his fellow servant. See, God is saying to us that listen, we need to extend the mercy that he shows toward us. In Matthew 5 and 7, it says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. See, if we are merciful, if we give out mercy, then we're going to get mercy. Now, what happens if we don't give out mercy? Then we won't receive mercy. The Bible says that we, whatsoever man sowed, that shall he also reap. Look what it says in James 2 and 13. For he shall have judgment without mercy that has showed no mercy. In other words, when God judges us, if you didn't show mercy, then you won't get mercy. And it says, in mercy will judge it against judgment. 
One version says, mercy triumphs over judgment. See, if you give mercy, you get mercy. Going back to that story, you notice what it says. It says that if we don't forgive our brothers and our sisters from our heart. In other words, it cannot just be a phony outward display of forgiveness. It has to be real. It has to be genuine. It has to be from the heart. So with that being said, if we give mercy, we get mercy. Be blessed out there. In Jesus' name, amen.